Welcome back to Sustainably Influenced, the podcast guiding you through the minefield of sustainability with your hosts, Charlotte Williams and Bianca Foley. Welcome back to another episode of Sustainably Influenced. Woo-woo! We are getting more hyper each mm. and every episode, I swear. Um, today is my episode and we're going to be discussing the impact of washing. Now, we wouldn't be Bianca and Charlotte if we didn't talk about washing clothes. So we thought we'd chuck another episode into this season about washing. But I'll be honest, when I was doing my research, I felt like we've done this a little bit to death when we talk oh, about really? washing. Yeah. So I wanted to put a spin on it and kind of flip it on its head <laughs> but um, yeah this time we're talking about the impact so I want to talk a lot more about the ways that you can lower your impact with washing okay. as opposed to talking to a brand and then talking about all of like how to use their products and stuff mm-hmm. so we're not going to have a guest on this episode Love it. it's going to be a little bit more interactive between you and I mm-hmm. and I've got some questions for you it's going to be a nice, fun episode for us to do as well, which is good. So we talk a hell of a lot about clothes and fashion and stuff. And we talk about fashion production in the environment. So I think it's always necessary to talk about what happens after the clothes have left the factory, left the shop, gone into your house, and how you care for them before they end up going on the next part of their journey, which hopefully that isn't to landfill. In a previous episode, we spoke to one of the founders of Oxwash, and we discussed why swapping to green alternatives is so much better for our planet and it made me think about a lot of different things that we could do. And that's why I wanted to take this spin on this episode. Mm. So I've got three articles today because I just went all in. But I'm going to be taking different stats and figures and points from each and every one. So the first one that we're going to be using is from blueland.com. I don't know who they are. I think they're an American an American online store, but they've got a really cool blog. So that's why I wanted to use this. So the article is called What is the Environmental Impact of Laundry? And it's in their Eco Facts section and it was published in 2020. So this is a slightly more US-based article, but I thought it was quite interesting. So I'm very <laughs> happy you about this just one. you see her face <laughs> when she said interesting, I was like, is it? Is it? Yeah, it is. Here we go. Um, so US Residential Laundry... So as in in your home, not talking about like industrial laundry or hotels and that, emits 179 million metric tons of carbon dioxide every year. That's the equivalent to the full energy usage and emissions of 21 million homes. That's in the US. Obviously, it's a much, much bigger place than where we are. Yeah. But 21 million houses, that's just from doing laundry. That's the carbon dioxide emission every year. Ooh. My brain. Yeah, there's a lot. Do you see why I found it interesting? Because I'm sure by now our listeners know that Charlotte and I like stats and figures and data. But this one, I found it was a little bit mind blowing. One of the big things that we don't talk about when it comes to laundry is we talk about the detergents. We talk about microfibers. We talk about the actual process of washing. But we don't talk about electricity. Mm, Because that's a big factor in it. Electricity is required to heat the water and run the machines and electricity generation accounts for 33% of all the carbon emissions. So a third Mm. of carbon emissions to do with laundry come from electricity. Yeah. Do you know what? This is a really big point. Last year, I worked with the National Grid on a load of campaigns, just like basically talking about renewable energy and clean and green energy. And something that they taught me was that you can actually basically how much energy you use when you do your washing Mm. but you can actually in the uk you can check 
where your energy is coming from. Oh, amazing. So they have an app and you basically can just like log in and it will tell you or it connects to your Google Home or Amazon Alexa. Mm -hmm. And you can be like, hey, Google, what's the best time to do my laundry today? And it will tell you because it connects to their national grid app. Is that the one that you did with the green light bulb that told yeah. you? Yeah. So the, it will, the light comes on when it's the best time to use your electricity. Yeah, like that's a bit of a gimmick. But <laughs> the Google Home thing actually is I think like that's really useful. Really super useful. So it will say like two PM and it's normally around two in my area. But yeah, like, middle of the day is normally when electricity costs less though, doesn't it? Ah, that's a good point. I think you're using less in terms of uh, don't nobody fact check me on this because it <laughs> might be the other way around. But you use I think the cost per kilowatt is lower. So they say that there's optimum times to use different ah, devices. I don't that. know if this is any link, but also on the grid, I don't, <laughs> I don't know how it actually works, the type of energy that comes, sometimes it's like fossil fuel based and sometimes it's clean energy oh. so or green energy. So it could be like solar or like renewable. Sometimes that pulses through. So it will tell you when that's, that's happening. Yeah. Oh, I might download that. That sounds quite handy. Yeah, I'll put it in the show notes. Cause Please do, yeah. It, yeah, I, I just think it's really cool. That's fantastic. So I wanted to talk about washing machines as well. Nice. Because we do, everybody has to wash in some way, whether it's a top-loading yeah. washing machine, front-loading, or whether you're the biggest hand-wash advocate in the world, you have to wash your clothes in some way. Yeah, we <laughs> and, <hope>. Yeah. <laughs> but we're going to get onto something about that in a minute because I'm going to test you uh, and ask you questions on how often you should be washing your clothes. So oh stay no. tuned for that. Heating the water actually accounts for 90% of the energy used by a washing machine. So using cold water drastically reduces the impact per load. Which is cool because... <laughs> We're making oh, the terrible puns today. Oh my goodness. But the episode that we did with Oxwash, yeah. that genuinely was one of the most insightful episodes for me personally because I learned that... So much. So much, but basically that you don't need to wash on hot yeah. because of how up-to-date things are mm -hmm. in terms of technology but also that the eco wash which is actually cold washing i think it is because it yeah. always comes out cold but the eco wash is always the best wash to use yeah. and that yeah that's cold i put so. everything on on my washing machine you can put it on like an ice cold oh, like really? a little cold setting so i wash everything on cold and i don't put the spin up for everything because i don't want everything to come out like shrunken yeah but i put it on like a mid-range spin and then given if it's just like a sunny day, especially now that we're getting into spring and summer, yeah. I hang everything out. I, I, love, um, I love having a washing line. You having a garden is so good, but <laughs> it's not great for me. Where is my house? Like, why don't I own a house with a garden? It's coming, babes. It's coming. <laughs> so, yeah, so washing machines, we have to think about how the actual device works as well. Mm. And there are some ways that you can actually optimise the use of the washing machine to ensure that you're lowering your impact when you're doing your washing, mm. which is cool. So there are a couple of ways that you can be a bit greener with your wash. Contrary to popular belief, this blog says fill it up all the way. So fill up the drum. Don't obviously overpack it, but make sure that you've got a full wash load because it uses the same amount of energy to wash mm. either way. So I was always told, oh, don't overfill your washing machine. No, I think I imagine what they're saying is like energy consumption. Don't pack it. Yeah, just comfortably put everything yeah. in. But I always used to leave just a little bit of space at the top because I thought that the clothes washed better because they had more space to spend. Yeah. But 
this one's saying that you still get clean clothes and you use the same amount of energy. So, Oh, interesting. Yeah, obviously don't ram your clothes in there so that they're squeaking when they turn because that has happened to me once. <laughs> I was no, like, what's that noise when I'm doing a wash load? <laughs> Activate the high spin speed option, which I don't do, but I should. It means less moisture comes out of the clothes then when you've got it on a high speed, which means it's going to take less time to dry. So for people that do use a dryer function, because they may not have the capacity to hang out their clothes, yeah, um, then, yeah, it means well, that you're smart. using less energy. Another tip that they've put in here, which I also thought was quite cool, was to leave the door open after you. So if you've got, in the UK, we mainly have front-loading washing machines. Mm. I think top loaders are more of an American device used. So it says to leave the door open to protect your machine from mould. Yeah, I do that. Yeah, because a lot of people just shut the door afterwards, but you forget that there's moisture in there, which can then also yeah. cause problems within the machine. So it's how to optimise and how to maximise your potential out of the washing machine. These are one of the tips, which oh, I thought was quite a good one. But yeah, moving on to my second article, which is one from The Guardian. This one's called Less Laundry, Less Often, How to Lighten the Wash Day Load on the Environment. And it was published in 2018. So it's a bit of an old one, but I still think it's got some great valid points there. So up to 25% of each garment's carbon footprint comes from the way we wash and care for it, as we said mm. before. So, and that's according to Fashion Revolution. I personally think that people wash their clothes too much. Yeah, I totally agree with this. We're going to get on to the test in a sec. Okay. But I think people think that they need to wash everything all the time mm. after one one wear, sorry. Obviously, there's items that you do, and I'm not going to say it yet because I want to ask you the questions. Okay. But I think we are just washing our clothes way too much. I don't know about you. How many loads of washing roughly a week do you do? In an average week, not one of our we're staying at home, not seeing humans week, but an average week if you're out and about doing things, having a few days at home. Like three to four. Okay. Including bed sh- like Yeah, including bed- towels I've got a really in. small drum. Just something to know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Why did that sound so sexual? <laughs> <laughs> Take that as you want. Um, I do have a very small drum. So my bed sheets, for example, I have, that's two washers, mm-hmm. annoyingly, because I can't fit my duvet and my sheet in at the same time. Yeah. What, the duvet cover or the actual duvet? Duvet cover. Okay. And then towels. Yeah, so I'd probably do about three or four. Okay, cool. I probably, for me, because I do the majority of the washing in the house, especially when it's been winter, because you wear like more bulky clothes, mm. I find. I've noticed how much I'm washing has reduced over the past couple of weeks where it's been a bit warmer, bar the past couple of weeks, exactly. <laughs> but before when we had that little heat wave. Because mm. I was wearing much smaller items I could fit more into a wash and do like one wash versus doing more so I saw that it's it has declined since the weather's been warming up but on average I probably do including towels and bedding yeah roughly three to four a week as well I think that's normal for like one person I think the average is five oh really yeah we're below average babes look at us low impact I want to do a little test. Mm. So this is from, who is it from? The Cleaning Institute, which I think is going to be quite cool. And Amber, if you want to join in on this one, you can as well. So we're going to ask the question, do I need to watch this? And it says here, the sniff test may tell you if you've worn enough deodorant, but does not always work when deciding if you need to wash your clothes. Um, Mm. So first one, bed sheets. How often should you be washing your bed sheets? 
I wash mine once a week. I don't care how often you should. I wash them once a week. I do them once every two weeks. Once okay. every two weeks. weeks. So Fair. you're both correct, I'd say, because this one says you should be washing your bed sheets at least every two weeks, more often if you sweat a lot. Yeah, I, I have night sweats, so I have yeah. to... Without fail, wash mine once a week because I am disgusting. <laughs> Something, if you're my friend, you know this about me. I'm very sweaty <laughs> at night. Just me, just generally. <laughs> so you're, uh, I hate when people spell pajamas like this, but it says pajamas. <laughs> but yeah, how often do you wash your pajamas? I wash mine with my bedding. So when I wash my bedding, yeah, I just throw my pajamas in. So, I, so does that mean that you're wearing the same ones for like a week or two weeks? Probably. <laughs> I like that <laughs> honesty. We're here for the honesty. Really I, again, sweat into my pyjamas so that they are dripping and then have to take them off in the night and they're wet on the floor. So I... <laughs> you need to look at what you're wearing. <laughs> no, it's a change of fabric. No, it's my food. Oh, it's yeah. my food intolerances. So not every night. It's just my special <laughs> nights when I decide to eat certain foods that I'm oh, not allowed okay, to eat. Yeah, so every three to four days. Okay, yeah. Okay, so this says you should be washing your PJs every three to four wears. But then it has Ooh. this little sidebar. If you shower before bed, you may get a few more wears before washing. Oh, fun. I don't personally. I'm going to give a little bit of insight here. I rarely wear pyjamas. <laughs> um, I have a lot of pyjamas, but I rarely wear them. Yeah. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> but when I do, it's normally like I'll lounge around the house in my PJs and mm. then take them off because I'm like Charlotte. I am the sweatiest person when I sleep. So you should be washing everything every three to four wears. So I think that we all deserve a little round of applause for that one because we're kind of doing it. <laughs> Bath towels. Oh. How often do you wash them? Once a week. Once a week. Um... When I feel like it, I don't know. I feel like I'm coming across as really gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's I <don't> fine. <laughs> I think when it starts smelling like damp, and then you're like, oh, that's, that yeah. bit needs some uh, wash. That's always, that. mine is the sniff test on yeah. that. But this says you should be washing them between every three to five normal uses. Oh. Towels need to be allowed to dry before they're used again. So remember to hang up your towel after each Mine use. goes on the radiator. Yeah. So I hang mine up, but because my bathroom doesn't have any windows... <laughs> everything stays a little bit damp. And if I put the heating uh, on upstairs, my house is a very strange house. We don't have normal windows. We have skylights. And the, what do you call it? The, oh, fan, the fan. The fan isn't the most reliable thing in the world. So it's so hot up there and so musty sometimes. I just have to leave the bedroom door open to let the air out. So, yeah, it kind of works with the bathroom. But everything stays a little bit damp. I've found. So oh, no. I wash my towels quite frequently. Actually, before I left the house this morning, the last thing I said to Joe was in his sleep, wash the towels. <laughs> I had to put a load of towels on yeah. this morning. I'm a regimented person. Mm. So if I don't do, and you know this about me, if I don't do things within my structure, they will not get done. Yeah, I'm getting better at being more structured. I think because I'm a bit more all over the place in the week. Yeah. I have to have an afternoon or the day that I know that I'm at home more often than not now I try not to work too much on a Friday or try not to be mm. out of my house so a Friday is the day that I do all my cleaning and I get everything washed so yeah I normally wash my towels when they need it which is normally once a week to be fair I say it like I go to like a whole month without not washing my towels but it's about once a week it might be eight to ten days so this says you should be washing them every three to five uses so I think we all need to up our game on our on our bath towels. Yeah. <laughs> that sound always makes me laugh. <laughs> it's like such a fail sound. Like, oh. <laughs> underwear and socks. 
every day every time i use them yeah 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 except because i for... have i have multiple pants and yeah, stuff. yeah. So it just yeah. goes exactly. into the wash, wash. Basket. exactly but i do have some socks that are like slipper socks that Every now and again, or, or like your bed socks if you're really cold. And yeah, put, but like yeah, you're not, you're only wearing them in bed. Yeah. They come under the pajamas, kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're usually pajamas. off after like ten minutes. And exactly, like, them when you get hot, you're just yeah. kicking everything off in your yeah. sleep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So cool. We're all on the same page with that one. Please, I'm just going to say this again. Underwear and socks, they need to be washed after every usage, guys. Just putting it out there. <laughs> so bras, we're all bra wearers in this in this room. <laughs> You're well, looking at me. I'm looking at you. I'm wearing a bra. <laughs> so I don't often wear a bra, but I am recently. Fun fact about Charlotte, she's sitting here gripping herself. <laughs> yes, yeah, this is a very normal thing for me. Um, bras, how often are we washing them? Probably not enough. <laughs> probably not enough. <laughs> I'd say... I'm going to say once a week. Okay, maybe we'll do it in usage then for that. Let's just say you wear a bra. Yeah. <laughs> How many times will you wear a bra before you wash it? I'd say like seven times. Okay. Like I'm not wearing a bra yeah. once a week. Yeah. But <laughs> you change it up now and again. Yeah. yeah. So maybe you're like, like, you've got your comfy size. ones, haven't yeah. you? The ones that you yeah. always go to because you're like, yeah, that doesn't hurt. Yeah. And then you'll wear it again and again. And then you have and like a bra that you'd wear with like certain outfits or like yeah. a, if you're wearing like mm. a certain style dress or whatever or top yeah. you'd wear like a certain type of bra mm-hmm. if I went on a night out though for example I'd wash the bra straight after yeah because I know that sweaty betties a lot yeah. would have been gone it's gonna smell down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably the same as both of you I'd say five to seven times probably is what I'd then wash it we're all disgusting and it says bras should be worn two to three times before washing oh shame yeah shame yeah. shame no, and this name. actually says be sure to give your bra a rest it a day in between wearing them to give the elastic a chance to regain its shape. In my case, that elastic's gone, babe. <laughs> like, I've worn it to death. <laughs> it's not coming back. <laughs> T-shirts, tank tops and camisoles. How often are we washing these? Um, I usually put my T-shirt straight in the wash. Yeah, It depends. I'd say either straight away if I've sweated in it. If not, every two... Mm. Every, every second wash, you mean? Se- two or three wears. Yeah. Camis, so anything that doesn't touch your pits, I find. If yeah. I've not been particularly sweaty, I might rewear them twice. But then I'm like, no, you get musty and you go in the wash. But T-shirts for me, every wash. Actually, no, I don't want to lie. If I've worn a T-shirt the day and then I've taken it off and I'm not particularly sweaty, I may wear it the next day to work out so that then it can go straight oh, in the wash. Oh, fun. I'm just going to let you know into a little insight of my life. I wore the same T-shirt on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday <laughs> this weekend because I didn't leave the house. Yeah, but that's different. I mean... I did change my underwear, though. So. <laughs> also, I'm, you can do the sniff test, and if it smells yeah, right, I'm here for it. I've got a new deodorant, and it's fantastic. I also spill stuff down Oh me, yeah, like, constantly. I am. You saw me so. drink my drink earlier. I spilled my whole water. Like, that's just so clumsy. I'm really yeah. bad. I so realise I miss my mouth. I miss my mouth so often. Yeah. And it's always it's always something that stains that I spill. Water, I'm fine. But anything like a tea, a coffee, mm. red wine, I've done it before, completely missed my mouth. And I'm like, oh, it's just all in my boobs. Um, <laughs> so, yes, according to this study, we should be washed after each wear. Okay. I think it's down to personal preference and how sweaty you are on that one. Yeah. And like you said, Amber, sniff test is a good one. Jeans. Right, jeans, I know for a fact you should basically never wash them and put them in the freezer. Unfortunately, I don't believe in that because sometimes they lose their shape and you want to get them back. 
Okay. So I do wash my jeans, but not often. Yeah. I actually posted the jeans I'm wearing today. I bought these when I was out with you. Yeah, they're really in nice. December. And I've worn them near enough every day since, <laughs> literally, because they're so comfortable. But I've probably only washed them maybe once a month, these jeans. I'm twice a month max. That's good. You're not supposed to wash yeah. your jeans. Yeah, no, I hardly ever, unless it's like down them. Or yeah. if I have yeah. like, because I have a pair of white jeans and uh, I constantly get mud on the back of them. So yeah. they get washed. But yeah, because I don't like them fading. So yeah, yeah and they, this is it. Like these jeans came out of the wash and they've come out of the wash and they're just a little bit tight. And, yeah. But then they stretch. It's the fun thing about jeans, though. They kind yeah. of do whatever they need to do. Jeans can typically be worn three times before washing. No, that's not true. I think this one's a lie. That's so not true. I think we all deserve a round of applause because we've done well with that one. Okay, we'll do three more and then we'll move on. So okay. we'll do these ones quickly. Leggings and tights. After every wash. Yeah, I think I count it like underwear. Yeah, just, same. Especially with yeah. tights. Yeah, we're all good. We, yeah. um, <laughs> There's also, there's a little point here that says, leggings in tights should be washed after everywhere to get rid of the baggy knees. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's true. Also, I'm one of those weird people. I don't like wearing underwear, so I don't wear underwear with leggings. <laughs> to be fair, so I don't like, I don't like pants with certain things. Yeah. I'm sorry. Because it's all up in your business, then you've got yeah. underwear. My stepmom, she used to put her tights on first, then her pants. Oh, oh that's interesting. Oh, oh my... To like, to hold the tights up. Yeah, like, I, I get that. That seems really uncomfortable. Like, poor the... vagina. I often yeah. don't wear underwear with tights, depending on what the tights are. Yeah, if they've got the gusset, gusset then it's yeah. fine. But if they're the ones without and it's just the line, no, no, I can't, It'll cut me in half. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> I can't do that. I can't wear that. Suits. Suits. Yeah. How often would you wash or clean a suit? I have one suit, like a tux, that I've worn it loads. I think I've washed it twice. Okay. For me, I'm trying to think back to when I was working in the corporate space. Mm. And I may not have worn a suit, but I would definitely wore a blazer and black trousers near enough every day. But I had two pairs of black trousers that I wore on rotation. So I was like, one day you, one day you, one day you, one day you. But I'd wash them... And then the blazer as well. I'm just trying to think. I'd wash them maybe twice a week or once a week for each rotation, for each like set, if that yeah. makes sense. The only thing I can relate is like your school blazer and mum yeah. sorted yeah. that out. Yeah, exactly. How that. often does that get washed? I don't even know. Uh, no. Yeah, I'm hot on that one. Once a week. Oh, yeah? Yeah, once a week. I really wasn't um, present for any of that. My mum was doing that. No, no, no. I make sure it happens because... Oh, yeah, if you're yeah. No, children are gross. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And also, when you're a teenager, I think, teenagers, they're smelly. Mm. They need to wash these things. So you need to be on top of it. So, yeah, once a week. The last one, and I think that this is probably a different one because you may not be using it often, but uh, I was about to say bathing suits, <laughs> bathing suits and swimwear. <laughs> Do you know what? This is a good one. When you're on holiday... I don't wash them. I like rinse, rinse them. them under the tap. Yeah. You get the chlorine and seawater out. Yeah. And then they're good to go for a little bit. Yeah. I think everybody does this, especially with your swimsuits. Like, mm. I will leave everything in the sink and rinse them all out and then hang them out to dry. But you don't have access to a washing machine normally when you're on holiday, do mm. you? Or like, if I've run out of clothes or if I've, I've made the mistake on a couple of trips of not packing enough pants. Oh, yeah, so every time. Every time. I'm like, well, I bought the wrong pants. I didn't bring the, pants the best. Pants and socks. Yeah, I always hand wash those bits and then hang them out. That's normal. I think if you need it, then you hand, you can wash and wear. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that, doing that, especially with a swimsuit, because 
Well, how are you going to be able to put it in the washing machine on holiday? I ain't paying mm. them hotel laundry service bills. No. <laughs> I ain't get that kind of money. Made money. <laughs> get that kind of money. But yeah, so I think we did quite well on those. I don't think we're as gross as you think we are. <laughs> I think we're pretty gross. Mm. But yeah, so well done. Well done, both of you. Oh, thank thank you, you for having me. That's no, okay. You're our special oh, guest for the day. Special <laughs> guest. <laughs> It's nice to have another voice on the podcast. Yeah. So going on to a couple more points and then we'll close the episode. But things like microfibers, we've spoken about that mm. for a long time. We've been much more fashion focused for the past, like the last season was fashion focused. Yeah. And our backgrounds are both in fashion. So I think one thing that we both spoke about a lot and why we were both so interested in the washing side of things when we've done episodes has been the microfibers. So things that people need to avoid when they're trying to lower their impact with washing is look at the care label on your clothes Mm -hmm. and look to reduce the number of fossil fuel-based clothing that you buy. So things like polyester and nylon, which contain microfibers and microplastics. And they shed thousands of tiny little fibers when you're washing them, which goes into the water, which goes into the fishes and goes into the ocean. Into the fishes. (laughs) Into the fishes. Can I add to that? But if you do want to wear those things, there is something called a guppy friend. Oh, I love it. You took my point. Oh, sorry. No, no, go for it. I love it. Um, And it's basically like this little bag that you can put your washing in that collects the micro fibers yeah. and stops them from going into your water system yeah i use multiple guppy bags in my, in my in my wash i've got like different sizes i've got one for knits i've got one for this i've oh. got i've got loads of different ones i even do all of my like bamboo face cloths and stuff mm. in those so yeah, that they so don't do they don't get lost yeah because they wash. always get like tucked up yeah yeah and i use so them for annoying. socks and things as well because my washing machine likes to steal my socks you can put all the pairs in you know you're going to get well, at least one sock go walkie. Oh, really? Yeah, every time. I'm like, Where is it? where's the sock gone? I'm sure if you open up the back of a washing machine in anybody's house, that there'd probably be like a collection of random socks and underwear mm-hmm. there. When you can't find something, believe, it's in the back of the washing machine. That's one way that people can lower their impact. And obviously, as Charlotte said, if you do have clothing that has a higher concentration or a higher consistency of these plastic-based fibres then use these alternatives that can Mm. help you to lower your impact. They're too small to be trapped by wastewater treatment plants. So the reason being why we're encouraging people to use guppy bags and things like that is that these microfibers pollute rivers and oceans. So it's a good way to lower your impact in that way. Yeah. Should we talk about a couple of eco-friendly alternative detergents? Because that is something that I think people don't necessarily mention often enough. I think years ago it was more difficult to find eco-friendly alternatives that don't have the harsh chemicals in them but now every supermarket stock stuff yeah which are some of your preferred brands so i use i have a eco egg Mm -hmm. which i got from tk maxx for something like 12 pounds and that is basically like this plastic thing that has little washing um what are they called soap nuts soap nuts that you refill. So I actually refilled my makeup egg yesterday. Oh. But you do it after like... Is it like 50 washes or something? Yeah, something ridiculous. So My thing is, how do you measure that? Because I ain't counting. They say you average five washes a week. So uh, okay. that's where I got that stat from because you read it yesterday on my eco egg pack. That does the wash. And then if I use the eco egg, then I use some Dettol. I love the Dettol disinfector. I'll either use that or Zaflora. Oh, yeah, Zaflora. I'd put the cap of Zaflora in yeah. when I want to... 
clean the washing machine out. Sometimes. Oh, really? So I put it in with just with washing, mm-hmm. either that or Dettol, because they both pretty much do the same thing, depending on... They have a linen cotton one, which is really nice. But yeah, so I use that, and then normally an Ecova fabric softener. Yeah, okay. Any flavour, any scent, I don't really any care. Flavor. Any flavour. Any <laughs> flavour, just put it in. And then if I don't use the Eco Egg, then I will use the Care, K-A-I-R, detergent they have one for active wear wash which is really good i actually use that for underwear and socks oh okay um because it's just like a little bit stronger and then also for gym clothes Mm -hmm. and then they have now that you're working out again Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then uh, but my partner plays basketball all the time so i have to use it for his because he's always got so many basketball stuff and then they have a wool and silk one which i use for delicates and then that's it. That's all I really use. And all of those products I've named, apart from the Eco Egg, are Spenny. But my mindset is my clothes are really expensive. Generally, I, most of my clothes that I've bought, even though they are secondhand, they are expensive pieces. Mm-hmm. And then I get gifted a lot being an influencer and they are expensive clothes. So you want to take care of them. I take care of them and I save money on the purchases because I buy them secondhand or they're gifted which is great and with that extra cash I will then spend Spend it on my washing product yeah so for me I've got the bio bleach oh what's that imagine like vanish the powder yeah but it's like that but it's an eco-friendly bleach that you can use (gasps) but it's a powder version it's got the blue crystals in it as well which reminds me of like stuff that my mum spoke about when I was a kid a bag of blue from like the 50s and 60s that people would use to whiten their sheets and towels so it's got some of the blue crystals in it okay and it's great for I find I put that in with my bedding not with my towels because I've got colourful towels yeah but with my bedding where I've got white bedding I put that in to kind of oh because I use vanish yeah but I use yeah I use the bio bleach I use care which is great as you said it is a bit spenny Mm. but you only need a cap full and their caps are very small what you'd find on a water bottle or something kind of size cap because they're super super concentrated so as much as it is expensive they're more concentrated so it should I was using uh, way too much I was I was pouring it in the first time yeah and recently I was like oh hey this feels like a lot let me read the instructions yeah and you don't need a lot but Mm -hmm. I think that's another thing that people don't think about when it comes to knowing the impact they're just using we all overuse products yeah but I used I grew up using soap nuts to be fair my mum used them for years I never really liked them in all honesty yeah I remember you saying I never really liked them until I realized I can add essential oils to the wash yeah so I started doing that and then that was something that which I, is why I use the Sephora. Yeah, yeah. And so I occasionally use the soap nuts if I'm doing delicates because I mm. think that it works better. And then I add in the essential oils plus some of the care. I kind of mix it up depending on what I've got. I like the Faith in Nature. I've never wash- used their washing I, stuff. I like their laundry detergent. Detergent, Sorry, I've bought a five litre one in the past. Yeah, I remember. And I use that because it's not the strongest fragrance. I use that more so on towels and the dog beds. And then on my stuff, like similar to you, where I've got more expensive clothing, I use the care stuff on that because yeah. I want it to match the expense almost. <laughs> I know that sounds really stupid. But yeah, I want to use a higher quality product on my more expensive clothes, my regular everyday stuff. Yeah. I'll just pop whatever we seem to have in the cupboard in. <laughs> yeah. Which could be anything really sometimes because between two of us doing shopping, you can see who's done the shopping. <laughs> if it's more eco-friendly stuff, it's me. If it's not, then it's Joe. <laughs> Sorry. That's hilarious. <laughs> I will use... 
the care stuff on my more expensive clothing. But then Faith in Nature, like I said, the big five litre one, I will use like a cap full of that in. Just with everyday stuff that needs to get washed and things that aren't super important, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because it's not the strongest smell. Because I also don't like my towels being too heavily scented. This is a thing that we have at my... First of all, I apologise. This is a very niche episode. Yeah. And not everyone's going to enjoy this and I'm totally down with that. If this wasn't for you, skip on. I get it. But in my flat, between me and my partner, we have a bit of a war. I like my towels and bedding to be over-scented and be very strong and he hates it. So I have to give it a little bit and bring it down. Yeah, same. No, we, both of us are quite, quite good actually. I think we're on the same page there. Nobody likes it too over-scented but then I spray my pillows with a lavender spray mm-hmm. to sleep. I know you hate lavender but I like the smell to sleep at least. Yeah. And I've got linen sprays that I use and Care actually do a, yeah. oh, their really fabric nice. refresher spray. Moving on from that anyway. So the one thing that we should really raise before we finish the episode. Do you know what grey water is? Sounds dirty. There was a point in the Guardian article that I was reading that really stood out to me. This article, as much as it's written for a UK audience, has a lot of Australian references. So it said, do not let all that water run down the drain. The average Australian household can reuse around 1,500 litres of grey water each week, a boon for gardeners and those keen to save on water bills, though using natural detergents is crucial. So Uh grey water is water that you've used to do your washing. You can wash your vegetables and all that kind of stuff as well. It's any water that you've used from something else that you can then use to do other bits. So I think it is normally like washing veg and stuff. But I thought that was very interesting. Or if you do have hand-washed something and the water that's left over from it that you've rinsed, you can then use that to water the garden. Obviously, as it said, as long as you're using a natural detergent. So it's making sure that you're continuing that water use and then not wasting water, which is a big thing with washing. Yeah, it's the water. So... Moving on to the sustainably influenced sustainability score. How sustainable are we finding this? Just washing in general. Washing in. mm. How's okay? How do you how do you score yourself? Oh, let's change it up. Flipping the script. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The script, the script. Flip the script, flip the switch. I don't know, but we're doing something. We're flipping somebody. We're flipping a table. (laughs) Flipping. How do you rate yourself in terms of your impact with your laundry? There you go. My personal impact with my laundry, not mine and my partner's, because we have very different. (laughs) Like every time he does the washing, I'm just like, why can't you use the eco one? Anyway. So I would say I'm a solid, I'd say I'm a solid eight, you know. Okay. Because nine times out of ten, I'll use the super eco wash Mm -hmm. thing. I don't wash things unless I really have to. Mm -hmm. I use good products that are generally eco-friendly. And that's it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say the same for myself and I was also thinking about things like hand washing so I know like when we think about washing we're thinking about laundry mm. so many people like they'll just use a washing machine but I do also a fair bit of hand washing for like my knits and stuff Yeah, but I know that there is more water consumption when you do do hand washing but I tend to use a bucket or I've got like a wash bucket or basin that I use yeah. and I wash everything in there as long as the colour hasn't run then I'll wash multiple items in it 
annoyingly, I don't <laughs> hand wash. I use the hand wash function on my washing machine. I don't like mine. And I don't like it. But I'm too lazy to wash anything by hand. And this is something. So that's why I take a lot of hand wash stuff to my mum's. <laughs> and you leave it all to your mum. Because she does it for me. Or take it to the dry cleaners, which is why I'm only giving myself an eight. Because okay. I do still use dry cleaners quite heavily. There are eco-friendly dry Mine cleaners. Mine isn't. I'm pretty sure it's not. Okay. But <laughs> it's, a, it's a small business and a really nice man. And I couldn't imagine taking the work away from him. Yeah. He nearly closed over COVID. So I just couldn't do that to mm, him. Bless him. So, yeah. Yeah, I think I would give myself an eight. So I do do a lot of hand washing, especially knitwear, because I've had one item or no, two items get quite shrunken. And I'll be honest, I've ruined one pair of trousers quite recently. And that's because I washed them. They are dry clean only, but I've been washing them for like the past six months and I always wash them on cold. And by accident, I think I put them on a warm wash and a load of dye from the feathers on the trousers ran through the entire pair of trousers and they're leopard print and they now have blue splotches all over them. So I've learned my lesson and learning to just wash on cold has been, it's been a big change actually for me because I used to wash most things on 30 or 40 for towels and things. But I've now begun to only wash on cold for the majority of what I use. I think mm. the only thing that I had to do the other day was again because of meatloaf and his vomity self, um, where I had to wash the dog beds and blankets on 40 for quite a long time just to get the stink out. Apparently washing on 40 and washing on 30 don't make a difference. Oh, does it not? Normally I wash their stuff on cold, that's why. So I had to wash it warmer to boil okay. it up. Yeah, that's all. So I think I'm an eight because I do tend to use more eco-friendly options. I air dry the majority of my things. We've got a massive clothes rack in the house as well, which stays in the hottest room in the house. Or now that it's getting warmer, I use the washing line and I barely use the dryer. I will if I need to, but I also have a spin function. So I put everything on an extra spin to get all the moisture out and then hang it up so it's less energy being used. But I definitely want to look at getting that thing that you mentioned earlier, the app that tells you when the best time is to use yeah. To, to further myself. I want to get to a nine on something myself. Oh. I want to get to a nine. So I'm challenging myself here. So I want to get that. I have it already. National, national so I literally say, hey, Google, when's the best time to use energy in my area? And then it will say, the best time is today at 2 p.m. Oh, I like this. But yeah, so that's that. And I'm hoping that this will be the last time we talk about washing on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. this is it. Yeah, we've drawn a line. Yeah, we've we've spoken about it at least every season. So this is the last one. This is the last one. But yes, thank you for listening, and we will catch up with you next week. Ciao for now.